0: Today, we're speaking with Dell Esparza. Hey, Dell, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. A pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. And, uh, Dell, you work in uh, my favorite and <laughs> a former industry. Dell is the CEO and founder of Esparza Digital and Advertising. They are delivering certainty in advertising. And so, we'll tweeze through what that means and where they're playing these days. But before we get there, Dell, tell us a little bit about your journey. You know, I founded the the company in April
1: 1st, actually April 1st, April Fool's Day of 2000. And um, it hasn't been a full uh, uh, fool's errand whatsoever. It's been an incredible ride, uh, one that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Certainly have experienced some highs, have experienced some lows, but you you learn as much from the lows as you do from the highs. But I would argue that you even learn more from the lows um, than you do from the highs. And so it's been an incredible ride. We're based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We have an office in Houston, Texas as well, um, and uh, have a team of about 18 employees.
0: Wow. I love that. Well, lucky you being in Albuquerque, New Mexico. What a great place to be. So I love the fact you've built this agency. And tell me a little bit about what you guys are working on now and how you're going to market.
1: Well, you know, we work with a number
0: of different um,
1: industry sectors, everything from finance to, to retail to casinos, to um, entertainment. Uh, what I can do is, is talk more broadly about what we're, what we're doing yeah. and, and really how we're doubling down on how consumers are making decisions um, these days and really what the pandemic did in shifting those buying behaviors. And uh, bottom line is we, we are not only doubling down, we're tripling down on, on digital acumen, our understanding of artificial intelligence and predictive modeling. There's so many tools out there that exist that allow us to predict a consumer's behavior before they're even um, interacted with before they're interacting with an ad or any sort of a message. So by predicting that behavior before that even happens, before a media buy takes place, uh, we're ensuring much higher return on investment, much more targeted with precision media, and prompting the kind of action that wouldn't normally happen. And so that's very exciting. Uh, I have a finance degree and I have an economics degree, so analytics is really, really important to me. Long gone are the days, at least at our agency, where we would develop some creative and cross our fingers and hopefully it would work. We're able to predict and model things that we know will deliver certainty for our clients.
0: I love that. That is really that idea of certainty and getting more predictive upfront, really building kind of a data-driven model going forward. So, I mean, you've mentioned a couple of the key things that people are discussing these days, machine learning, data-driven marketing. What are the big trends that you're seeing that are impacting your work these days and where are you guys playing? Well, really, you know,
1: It used to be, we would wanna hire uh, people with a strong creative background or a strong art background. And that's still very important when developing the creative, but just as important as having people with a math background, with a finance background, with an analytical mindset, because data plays such a role. And data is only data. Um, uh, It's really, how you use the data and how you interpret the data and then how you visualize it and then explain what the data is, is telling you to a, to a client. And so um, I think one of the biggest trends, at least and w- one of the biggest shifts that we've realized at Esparza is, is a much deeper understanding of, of not just um, pulling data, but interpreting that data and then visualizing it in a, in a compelling way to tell the story that we wanna tell.
0: Yeah. I mean, the visualization is so key because uh, I think with data driven solutions, one of the challenges is that once you start collecting information is almost endless, right? You could end up with mountains Uh, and it's really trying to tweeze through that and find meaning and then put it in a way that it is digestible and actionable, right? Well, for
1: sure. I mean, too much data can be paralyzing, and and we've seen that happen in in many cases before with um, with clients that we've onboarded, where they are so deep into the data that they 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 can't really make a decision because they're not able to synthesize the data and come up with some conclusions. Uh, What we do is we take the data. Uh, we synthesize it, we interpret it, and we come up with some conclusions and then report that back to um, to our clients, which has has really contributed toward our position and our tagline that we are completely committed to and that's delivering certainty for for our clients which is isn't that what's what any company wants is a sense of, of certainty and predictability and that's i tell you honestly
0: Dell, if you can do that how many clients have always asked me <laughs> say well you're asking you know bet you're asking for all this media right. money tell me what it's actually going to do for me so that's always the question it's a, fair,
1: it's a fair and legitimate question, and probably 10 years ago, it was like, we think this is what's going to happen, but now with machine learning and with artificial intelligence and with the tools that we have, and as long as we have a budget that would allow us to get the kind of uh, voice that we want out in the, in the, um, in the media market, we can, we can pretty much predict behaviors that are going to happen.
0: So let me shift a little bit, Dell, and ask you about the last couple of years. I mean, it's been an interesting moment for us. The pandemic certainly forced us all to rethink, reimagine, buckle down, and then at times actually face challenges that perhaps turned into opportunities. And I just was curious to hear a little bit about how the last couple of years has impacted Esparza and how you and your team approach the landscape today.
1: Well, you know, I think probably like any company, it was a very jarring experience um, to have to all of a sudden go um, to a um, 100% in office um, uh, setting to a remote setting was foreign to us as an an agency, certainly an agency that collaborates a lot. We work together a lot. We brainstorm a lot. So having to shift from all being in one conference room to all being in our own living rooms or bedrooms at our office was a, was a shift. Um, the, the outcome of that is um, our productivity at work, from working um, remotely has, has, has been um, significantly higher than, than I anticipated going into it. Um, so our productivity is, is higher. Our satisfaction is higher uh, when we had the opportunity to go back to the office um, 100%. I pulled my employees because you know they're cr- critical to the success of my company. I wanted to make sure that I was making a decision that was in line with what they wanted. And what was concluded was a hybrid type of a model. So we're actually in the office three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And we weren't working remotely uh, Thursday and Friday. So giving them the opportunity and that flexibility to still be able to work at home, um, but also have that um, captive time in the office where we're all under one roof. We're able to have those kind of collaborative uh, meetings and those deep, deep dive discussions that are a little harder to do in a remote setting.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's really interesting model. So you guys are together for three days of the week and then people then have flexibility on Thursday and Friday.
1: Right. They're they're able to work from home Thursday and Friday. Um, of course if they need to work from home on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for a variety of reasons, for one of their kids are sick, if they're sick, or you know, they're feeling a tickle in their in their throat, we encourage them to, to still work from home. Uh, we certainly have all the tools. Um, they have um, all the tools to be very successful at um, at home, but you know what was important is they selected that that um, model of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in the office, Thursday and Friday um, working from home. I didn't select that. That was something that they wanted, and I think that goes to um, the importance of any leader to um, to use the most valuable tool in business, and that's their ears. Uh, Listen to their employees, listen to their clients, find out what they want, what they need, and ensure that you're uh, respecting that accordingly.
0: You know, I love that what you just said, because that's just something that I think all entrepreneurs learn (laughs) at some point, which is, you know, the culture of a business is rarely successful if it's all top down, right? It it really is one of these things that kind of bubbles through the organization, And I know that culture is a big deal for Esparza and how you guys approach things. Tell me a little bit about the culture of the company. Well, it's
1: something that, you know, uh, we talk routinely about at Esparza. Uh, One of uh, a big philosophy that I have is is work-life integration Uh, Not work life balance because I, you know, the philosophy of work life balance is something has to give. So if you're working more, then the family life has to suffer. If your family life's um, more, you know, has to take a a more important role, then work is going to suffer. I believe in more work life integration where they're working together. And if you're able to excel both at work and also excel at home and integrating them both together, then you're going to be happier at home and happier at, at work. And so we really, really foster that. It's important for uh, all of our, my employees, to, uh, all of my team members to be able to, to, to coach their, their kids' Little League um, um, teams. It's important for them to, to go to every single parent-teacher um, conference. So that kind of balance really fosters a stronger um, culture mm-hmm. uh, a stronger commitment to um, to Esparza, and really what we've realized is is more productivity out of out of my team members
0: yeah i love that and you know it really takes an advertising and marketing pro <laughs> alike like yourself <laughs> Dell to, you know, (laughs) tweeze through the meaning of words like that. You're absolutely right. It's integration is the right word. That's a really excellent choice. So tell me, you know, we find ourselves in 2022 and you guys are in the thick of it right now for this year. Tell me a little bit about what things are looking like now and going forward. Well, you know, what we're finding right now, we're in the middle of 2022,
1: as you said, we're doing a lot of planning for 2023. There's a lot of uncertainty with the economy. Um, there's a lot of discussion of, are we going into recession, or are we not? What's gonna happen with um, the cost of money and rising interest rates? Um, so there's some reluctancy to spend um, in our industry right now. Um, there's, um, the balance sheets are very strong. Many businesses have done very, very well over the course of the last year, year and a half. But it's the fear of, of making a commitment going into 23. So what we're seeing is, is some reluctancy uh, what I will tell you is um, now is the time to actually make sure that you're over budgeting on your marketing and advertising dollars, because it's during uncertain times, it's during um, downturns in the market where consumers are less loyal to brands mm-hmm. and more likely to try something else. And so it's during these times that a challenger brand or a second um, um And lead um, brand can catapult and become a a market leader uh, during times like this. If proper advertising and marketing budget is um, allocated and great advertising is deployed, um, they can become a market leader um, coming out of a a downturn in a market.
0: Yeah, it's a really good point. I know that there are several tried and true business case studies that have highlighted that over the years. And yet I think it's just the human reaction is always to try to be a little bit more economical during these times that being said, certainly there are opportunities for companies to move forward and build new solutions. Dell, it's been awesome to learn about everything with Esparza Digital and Advertising. If someone wanted to learn more about what you guys are working on, where should they find you? Yeah, we uh, we deploy a lot of uh, white papers and a lot of um,
1: uh, thought leadership papers on our website. You can certainly sign up for our website. Um, uh, our, our email um, list at esparza.com, E S P A R Z A.com, um, has our portfolio on there, some of our philosophies, and, and a list of some of our leadership um, team and some philosophies that they share.
0: Excellent. Well, Dell, thanks so much for being on Cage today. We've been speaking with Dell Esparza. He is the CEO of Esparza Digital and Advertising. We've been talking about a lot of marketing topics that, as many of you know, are near and dear to my heart. And it's been really interesting. You know, Esparza is working on a lot of predictive modeling, predictive uses of data so that they can be more certain. As Dell outlined, delivering certainty (laughs) in advertising, something that I know every marketer and every client I know is always asking for. So, Dell, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today, and we look forward to having you back. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers.